The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What are the ingredients to a truly biblical worship service? Humans are instinctively worshiping creatures. The psalmist expressed this when he wrote, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. Psalm 42, verse 1. Cicero, in the first century B.C., observed that religion, regardless of its form, was a universal trait of man. Seeing that people are going to worship something or someone, we should ask, what is worship? Whom and how shall we worship? What constitutes a biblical worship service? And most importantly, will we be true worshipers or false worshipers? Christ commanded that true worshipers worship in spirit and in truth. John 4, verse 24. The Apostle Paul explained that we worship by the Spirit of God, meaning that true worship comes only from those who have been saved by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and have the Holy Spirit living in their hearts. Worshiping in spirit also refers to having the proper heart attitude, not simply adhering to rites and rituals. To worship in truth means to worship according to what God has revealed about Himself in Scripture. In order for our worship to be biblical, it must not go beyond that which is authorized by the Bible abiding within the doctrine of Christ. True worship involves only the instructions given in the Bible and nothing else, not a book of confessions, rules of order, or other man-made books of instructions or guidance. The first century church engaged in several devotional acts in their worship services, from which we can determine what comprises a truly biblical worship service. The communion supper was observed, prayers were offered up, songs were sung to the glory of God, a collection was taken, the scriptures were read, and the word of God was proclaimed. The communion supper commemorates Jesus' death until he returns. Prayer should be directed only to God, never to any dead person, as in the practice of Catholicism. We are not authorized to use devices, such as rosary beads or Buddhist prayer wheels, in our worship. Most importantly, our prayers must be in harmony with the will of God. In our worship, we should sing. The Apostle Paul commands us to speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 5, verses 19 and 20. Singing to the Lord and to one another conveys truth set to music. Part of true biblical worship is giving an offering, as Paul instructed the Corinthian church. Now about the collection for God's people. Do what I told the Galatian churches to do. On the first day of every week, each of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with his income, saving it up, so that when I come, no collections will have to be made. 1 Corinthians 16, verses 1 and 2. Our regular giving for the support of the Lord's work is a serious responsibility. The opportunity to give should be viewed as a thrilling blessing, not as a burdensome matter for grumbling. Additionally, free will giving is the only explicitly biblical method for financing the work of the church. The church is not authorized to operate businesses, conduct bingo parties, hold pay-at-the-door concerts, etc. The Church of Christ is not meant to be a commercial enterprise. Finally, preaching and teaching are major ingredients of true biblical worship. Our teaching must be the Scriptures alone, the only means of equipping believers for life and godliness. The godly preacher or teacher will teach only from the Word and rely on the Spirit of God to do His work in the minds and hearts of His listeners. As Paul reminded Timothy, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage, with great patience and careful instruction. 2 Timothy 4, verse 2. 
A church gathering that does not include the Word of God as a major component is not a biblical worship service. As we follow the pattern of true worship in Scripture, let us worship God with great passion. We must not convey to the world the impression that the worship of God is a boring, lifeless ritual. We have been redeemed from sin. Let us therefore praise our Creator as His children who are grateful for His bountiful blessings. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful, and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. Hebrews 12, verses 28 and 29. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.